Welcome back to How You Slice It. Uh, this is the first episode on the road. We're taking the show on the road. Nice. And uh, no better place to kick that off than Nino's Pizza here in Hillsdale, New Jersey with Anthony Beninati, owner-operator, family-run pizza shop. You've been in business for almost 30 years, and the restaurant has been a New Jersey staple for two generations. That's over 50 years. Uh, you're obviously doing something right I really want to dive into your story, your family story, and hear all about what makes Nino special. And obviously, the family environment and the atmosphere here is infectious. Yeah. Uh, first thing it's all I did about is the family at Nino's Pizza. Uh, first thing you did was introduce me to everybody and uh, everyone on the team. Your your staff is it's all uh, very much a family environment. So. Welcome to How You Slice It, Anthony. I'm excited for this conversation. First, I'm glad to be here for How You Slice It. It's an amazing experience. Just a little nervous. Don't uh, be nervous. We're, we're know, having fun. Right? We're just I having know, a conversation. That's, that's true. How many conversations have we had? Plenty over the years. This is just, I've known you for yeah. at least maybe longer. More. More. Because, uh, 2017, I would Yeah, because COVID kind of threw a wrench yeah. there, so it feels shorter. But this is our next conversation. Consider it that. Got um, it. So, you know, Anthony, one of the things that, um, that I just wanted to kick things off with is just a quick background on yourself. How did you come to, to you know, obviously you, you, you took over for a prior generation, obviously. Yeah, but my father started in 1967. Yeah, yeah walk us through the, the history of Nino's. I and think he started in 1960. Maybe he'll stop in today. Maybe he'll interrupt our interview. It's possible. Very possible. My I hope father. he joins. Yeah. Uh, he started 1967. He had a place in Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm. He either worked for someone or he started out. And then from there, he branched off. I think it was, whatever, it's been like five, six, seven places. Usually, it's just about the secret. It's just work hard. We built it on family, whether it's employees, like kind of turn them into the family. Yeah. It's not just a number. Like it's a big company and someone's just a number. Over here, it's family. And, uh, you know, we're with them more we spend more time with the employees than our own family and see it's very yeah. emotional yeah and did, did your did your dad uh open up nino's or did you buy did he buy it from somebody else like when did this shop first launch this shop was 2016 the end of 2016 we just sold the place in new york mm. we were there 2002 through 2015 got it so sold that was a it. different pizza yeah, shop it's still there okay they're doing good they're on slice too okay and we're in new york Suffer, New York. Got it. Okay. It's not and that then, far from here. Yeah. And then, and then you came here and, and opened this one. Yep. Got it. 2016, 2017. Really was the full year. 2016, it was like the end of 2016. What was, what was that first, uh, what, what were the first few months like? Were you nervous? Was, no, it was normal. Yeah. Good story when we first opened. Everything was ready. You know, we already had places for mm-hmm. years. It was easy. First thing that happened, I ring up the customer. There's no money in the register. We forgot <laughs> to load the register. So, free, that's it. Fr- but we were good. Pizza? It was busy right away. Got it. Free pizza? Yeah, for that, pretty for much. For that first customer? Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, there's no change. I guess it's free. Yeah. Unless they pay with credit card. It's free. And you know, one of the things that has made Nino's incredibly popular is you are so uh, ahead of the curve when it comes to social media, TikTok, Instagram. We just did a Snapchat, yeah. a live Snapchat. True. And you include your, your team, your employees uh, and family members, and, and it's almost like this uh, sitcom. Pretty uh, much. Basically. I think if we had a YouTube channel, we'd probably be like 10 million viewers in like a month. 
I th- well, we're gonna why, try why that next. We? Why don't we? But what's it like working with you know your family and and separately? Like, what makes a really good hire for for a pizza shop? This is a, this is a topic that many many operators are struggling with today. Finding the right employees. Yeah. What makes a really good hire, and what's it like working with you know family basically? tough you yell you scream but then the next day you're back to work actually you could you can't curse on this but you could say stuff and like an hour later you're fine you could curse here don't don't worry about it i can't <laughs> all right maybe i'll try i don't know it's like family you just go nuts and then like 10 minutes later you're fine yeah it is what that's the restaurant business and i tell people when they're here this isn't google this isn't the apple store if you want that like you got to be you can't get mad and whatever something's going wrong Go work at the Apple Store. It's actually up the street. It's a nice location at the Tice's Corner, the Apple Store. Mm -hmm. This isn't about that. This is, it's all about the customer getting the right food as quick as we can, quality, try to, you know, take the orders correctly. Few mistakes. There's always mistakes, but we try to do as few as possible. That's what it's about. You know, the restaurant business is crazy. One of the things that I noticed when I walked in, as I said in the introduction, is immediately you walked me around and you introduced me to everyone on your team. Some people have been here since day one. Some people, uh, some people joined a month ago, but immediately, you know, everyone's names, obviously. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I, I get the names wrong. Quickly. Yeah. But what is the, you know, tell me sort of your approach to, to building a team for, for a pizza shop. Oh, it's almost like we wing it and then it works out. Mm. Go through a lot of different people, different yeah. personalities, and then it just works out. What are, the, what are the qualities you look for? You know, when, when somebody sticks, what are the, what are the qualities you're I looking mean, for? I mean, the goal is here. They have to know how to cook, mm-hmm. make the pizzas the way we like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, uh, most of them, they come here, quality people. They've been at other places that are successful, and they just know how to make the product. Um, Which is the end result, the food for the customer. Yeah, uh, of course. The food, the quality, the consistency. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing. Uh, and I, you see it, I mean, even your, in, your, in your post, the product is just consistent. I think that's what people expect as well. Exactly. Consistent product and consistent service. Got it. Um, did you always know, uh, know that you wanted to run a pizza shop? Like, is this kind of what you were thinking when you were growing up? Like, how did you... No. You know, or was it sort of a family... I guess uh, thrown in it in the family, thrown in the fire yeah. in high school. Okay. Even I was, there's some pictures of me in like uh, five years old making pizza boxes. Really? So... We got to get some of those pictures. Maybe I will send them to you. <laughs> Sounds good. And so, you know, uh, your dad's running the shop. You end up being pulled in to, to help summers between, you know, after school. How did you, when was just the first did, time did you started? I did through college. It just always worked. Yeah. And it was always at, at, at the pizza shop. Always at the pizza shop. Have you ever had other jobs? Yes. A couple other jobs. What else have you done? Worked for like a communications company selling like internet stuff in between mm-hmm. pizzerias. Worked at a car dealership once. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like meeting the people. But my here restaurant, you just make everyone happy. So you serve them food, you're making them happy. Yeah. Car dealership has a different vibe. Different vibe. Different uh, different experience for the yeah. customer. Yeah. But for me, it was good. My customers, you know, they loved me. It wasn't about the bad vibe. I tried to change it. Mm-hmm. In the industry, a little for what I did for mm-hmm. the six months or the year I was there, but this is where I'm at. And now you're one of the go-to shops in Bergen County. Yeah, is we this got Bergen a lot of County? Customers. Can we take a little shot? The customers right now, look at them. We have a lot of customers. They're uh, watching us. They love us. What do you love about Nino's? You. <laughs> no. What about the food? Oh, that's good too. <laughs> 
Is this this is Bergen County or are we on the fringe? Is this Bergen County? Bergen County. Bergen County. And you're one of the go-tos, uh, obviously, not only in your town, but surrounding surrounding community. And right on time, how do you turn your customers into regulars and keep them coming back? I mean, we just got a, got a glimpse you as to how, out. but yeah. I don't know. I guess it's the personality of the place. Mm-hmm. People like the food. They like the service. But maybe they like me. Maybe they like the, the pizza guy, the cooks, the phone person. Everyone's got a little personality. Do you? We're not robots. We're not into the automated robots. Right. Dinos will always be what people. Do you, what do you think about the... Oh, my... We'll talk about that. But what do you think about the robotic movement in, in pizza? Will I you guess, ever install robots, to, you know, inside know. Dinos? Maybe in a warehouse I'll open up one day. Just have <laughs> robots. But if it's people coming in, I need people here. No robots. Yeah. But the robots are never late, right? Yeah. Consistent? Maybe. I haven't seen them in action. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of customers, are there customers who, like who you know who've been here since day one and they just come yeah, back? Yeah, they come in. There's people that come in two, three times a week. They call my cell phone like the customer that was just here. They'll just call me direct on the cell phone. And I'll be like, I'm busy. It's Friday night. What are you doing calling a pizzeria at Friday yeah. night? Call my phone. I want to place an order. I said, call the phone number. Because I can't do it. I can't, you know, run around dispatching stuff, making stuff. And then they're calling my cell phone because they want a pizza and the phone's busy. The phone's busy because we're busy. How, how often does it happen where, like, the person doesn't even have to place an order? You just kind of know... Yeah, uh, that, that you know what they're, you know what they're but what they're actually getting. most of the employees they know the customer's orders better than me because they're really taking all the orders the phone people they just know yeah they know the people's address mm-hmm. oh i know the house you got to go to the back door the ladies there the dog whatever something they just know so that's actually my employees know probably more than me with the customers i and that's because it's busy so you, i can't do everything of course of course and you have to i mean that's the that's the formula for a successful shop is mm-hmm. you've got to your your team has to has to obviously take it on for you and and ultimately become better than you and in any business whether yeah, it's pizza are. or yeah I learn uh, from them you learn from yeah because well, they tell us stories what happened then we kind of tweak it for the next time what yeah. to do you opened this location in 2015 2016 2016 yep uh, okay. what went on what went into like choose how do you choose a location how do you I mean how, I grew. A, Grew up around here. You grew up around down, here. So Pasig Valley High School in Hillsdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in Rivervale, New Jersey, which is the next town over. Mm-hmm. Kind of knew everyone already too. Yeah, and it was. And it's funny because the the kids that work here, they all went to Pasig Valley High School where I went. They're like, get out! You went there too. I'm like, yeah. In the olden days, I used to walk uphill to work barefoot, and then have to walk to work. Same thing. No air conditioning. There was nothing back then. Really? Even though it was in the 90s, but that's what I tell them. They believe me. <laughs> Um, and so you just kind of knew the town, and then this location became available. Like, yeah, you know, were you, a, were you looking for a place, place, or was it opportunistic? Well, I thought I was gonna retire. I said, no more pizza. It's mm. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Then, like nine months later, I'm like ripping down the walls to build a pizzeria. A pizzeria. Yeah. Um, what's the most difficult thing about running a pizza shop? Difficult thing. Yeah. Why no? Like when you when you said, look, I'm gonna retire. No more pizzeria because it's, it's crazy. Difficult for me. It's easy. Right. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's difficult. If you told me to do like different job, like brain surgery, breaking the concrete in the road, to me that's difficult. Yeah. But this is, I do this every day, so it's easy. It's easy. It's just a lot of time, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's difficult. Got it. What was the formula for making this new location in 2016 successful? Like, was it kind of off to a fast start from day one, from month one, or was there a trial and error period? Like, mm. what do you think was the formula for success? For a new location like this one, I, don't know, I kind of just did what we've been doing to be successful and just applied it here. Mm-hmm. 
really the same product, good product. It was kind of busy from day one, and we stayed consistent and actually have grown year over year. And through hurdles, COVID and stuff, we just figured it out. How was uh, how was COVID for Nino's? What was the? I think it was good in a way because we already delivered. Right. We already did stuff like that, so we were ready. Mm-hmm. Just came full force, and we were ready. We were, the, we, the, we stayed open same hours, the whole time. And the demand was just. Yeah, because a lot of places were closed, or they weren't really set up for delivery like us. Right. And I'm sure other pizzerias in the area, they were good too. They were yep. ready too. Yeah. There's a lot of good places in the area. Mostly around here, most of the places are good. Pizzerias, restaurants, because you have to be good in this area. Yeah. You just won't last if you're yep. not good. Of course. What's some advice you would give to someone uh, in Colorado listening who's thinking about opening up a pizza shop? I think they should call me first <laughs> and I'll give them unfiltered advice. Well, let's do it. This is unfiltered. Well, you have to be a, a little crazy. Level. You have to be a little crazy okay. to work the hours. And mm-hmm. if you think you're just going to open a place and just hire people and not go, you're gonna, it's going to be a for rent sign on that door. Quickly. Very quickly. So you have to be present. Like absentee ownership is not going to work out. It, I don't know. Not for me. Maybe some people have done it. Mm-hmm. They can do it. But I don't know if they can really actually grow sales and be as hands-on. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, but for me, it's usually just one at a time, and just be there. You know, obviously leave, do your thing. We have family and everything. Of course, but you got to be in it, and then you give the, the place your love, so to speak. Yeah, of it's course. Like anything else. Yeah, that's what uh, I feel. Um, beyond that, what are some? Whether it's adoption of technology. I mean, we'll talk about that. You're always, always at the forefront of adopting the latest technology and solutions to help operate the place but also give consumers access to mobile ordering and all these things oh i'm really into like we have to make the food correct you know Mm -hmm. deliver it Mm -hmm. all that stuff that's the pizzeria you're making the food the sauce the cheese everything like that consistent product Mm -hmm. you the last thing you want to do is worry about the order adding up the tickets doing this doing that then the customer on the phone the Mm -hmm. credit card number it's just time consuming they we're not in the telecommunications phone business right. we don't have call centers right we make pizza so this just makes it seamless smoother the the technology the yeah. technology yeah. you have to adopt the technology yeah and orders are just kind of printing out you don't have to worry about to worry writing about things it. down no i said half pepperoni it's full pepperoni mm. you clicked it yeah. like i always tell people and even i tell the customers do you call up amazon do you say oh i need this no you click it on the computer, you hit the button, yeah. and you order your Amazon, and it tells you how long it's going to be. One to two days. Nino's, it's going to be 45 to an hour and a half. It's right. better than Amazon, right? We're it is better, better than Amazon. It is, and it tastes we'll be better. There in a, it tastes we'll be better there than in 30 Amazon. minutes sometimes if it's not that busy. I, I, I have this conversation with uh, a lot of different people. Um, I remember when it was all phone-based, the amount of uh, arguments we had to have with customers. Mm-hmm. Not arguments, but I want to say like, the customer's always right, obviously, but sometimes customers would call and say, let me get a large pie, half pepperoni. The customer's and, always right. I got to interrupt you. Unless they order online and they put it in wrong. In that case, the customer's <laughs> wrong. So exactly. actually, Slice helps us where the customer's wrong. But yes, the customer's always right. I, I agree. And so if somebody called and said, okay, half pepperoni, and then you send them half pepperoni pie, then they, they'll call back and say, I ordered a full pepperoni. Now it's an argument of like, there's no proof of, yeah, Who the customer's what? always right. It yeah. is what it is. The girl could have 
or yeah. the guy could have clicked the wrong button, misunderstood him because it's very noisy. That's why I always promote ordering online. Whatever you use, order online because then it solves that problem. It solves the problem, exactly. And um, when the customer's ordering online, it's clear they're, they're uh, choosing the buttons, as you, know, as you said, and then when the order is submitted, even if it's not exactly as they intended it, they know that they're the ones who made the mistake. Exactly. And they accept it. And so that's that, where the customer's wrong. Correct. <laughs> correct. Um, I want to I wanna, uh, switch gears a little bit and talk about the food because um, I was telling you a story. One of my relatives who came by had no idea of our affiliation. Uh, he lives nearby. Oh, that's right. He told me. And um, tell me about your famous grandparents' pizza. All right. If you Google it, it's the only pizza in the world right now called the grandparents the way we do it. Everyone has a drunk grandma, grandma, mm -hmm. grandpa, superoni, maybe that's too an exclusive one. Mm -hmm. But it's stuff similar. The grandparents is half grandma, it's our grandma pizza, and the other half grandpa. Mm -hmm. All in one pizza. It's two different pizzas in one, half and half. half so and I half. call it the grandparents. So I'm sure people do something similar, but we're the only ones that call it the grandparents. Hopefully people copy me, then I'll just consider it a compliment that they're copying me. We, I, I've had a lot of guests on the show. Uh, one of the most consistent themes for a successful shop is to not copy. Everyone who's been on the show who's had a successful operation, whether it's one shop or five shops, the consistent story that they tell is how they certainly had influence from other pizzerias, maybe thought about one idea being really good, but ultimately made it their own. Uh, they, they're mm -hmm. innovating. They're creating things based on what they think is going to work based on the neighborhood, based on what the customers want. Do you want to know the story behind the name, grandparents? Yeah. All right, so basically, we always have them on display. We have a grandma's pizza, which is like fresh, regular mozzarella, marinara sauce, and a lot of fresh garlic mm -hmm. and basil. The grandpa's is more like a margarita. Mm -hmm. Plum tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, and basil. Not a lot of garlic, very little. So customer would be like, which one do you like? And I would always make a joke, and I think it was in Suffern, I'd say, one of each, get the grandparents. Yeah. And that's kind of like how it started. I love that. And then that's it, the rest is are. history. Then we're like, all right, we'll do the pizza, grandparents. And everyone's like, ah, it's, a, it's kind of a, it's not easy to make. It's not like a pepperoni pizza, right, right, cheese right. pizza. Yep. Then we just started doing it and now we like mastered it. Amazing. And you mentioned also that you don't like pesto. Oh, I uh, hate it. <laughs> I just don't like green stuff. How do you, how do you? I don't like pesto sauce. I love fresh basil. And I won't do it. I don't care who likes pesto. I don't want pesto. And you I have to like everything on this menu. Otherwise, it doesn't get on the menu. So how Everything here, I'll eat. How often do you work on your menu items? How often do you look at it and you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to innovate a little bit or I'm going to tinker with this recipe or that recipe. Is that something that's now like where you spend a lot of time? You can just do it. My brother comes up with a lot of stuff too. Like the superoni. He just... I don't know, he's just, he, What's the he's got the news. It? My brother's good for the news. Mm. He'll be like, oh, look what happened. He sees it on his like phone. He's like, oh, this happened here. He just knows everything, what's going on. Got it. The superoni is like a thin square pizza mm -hmm. with the cupping pepperoni, and then we put Mike's Hot Honey on it. Mm -hmm. It's really good. And then we were thinking of a name. He thought of a name like the Shakaroni or something. Right, right, right. Yep. Something like that. Yep. And then I don't even remember. I think he, maybe we interview him and ask him. Well, uh, about the name. We'll get the details but for sure. But everyone loves the Superoni. We started that a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Everyone says Superoni. And I it's think delicious. we created the name Superoni. People are like, what? Superoni? What's I'm that? I'm going to have to try it. Most people call it like the cupping, pepperoni, roni cups. That's another one. 
Rony Cup. So right. we, I just wanted a, our own name, Super right. Rony. I don't okay. think it's out there, too. You no. can Google that one, too. I think There's going to be a lot of Googling after this a podcast. A lot of Googling, yeah. We got the grandparents Google. We got the Super Rony Google. Exactly. Um, they can ask my brother later over there. What's your favorite uh, pizza on the menu? What's the one you go to? See, that's a tough one. I mean, it's going to have to be the grandma's, the drunk grandma. I don't know. It's all the squares. The squares is, is where the you're... Squares, where you're yeah. yeah. I mean, the traditional pizza is awesome, too. We're going to get a bar stool here. I'm waiting for him. We, uh, we, we will have to, we will, we'll definitely have to get him here. We'll have to call him up. Um, zooming out a little bit, what do you think is going to be the formula for success for Nino's in the next five years? One of the reasons why we're here, and I'm proud to be here, is to recognize you and, and the team and your family for your contribution to the community. I know you're running a business, but at the same time, you're here every single day. Countless families around this town and surrounding towns depend on you all for dinner, for their family night in. A lot of people, you know, sometimes can't afford to go to dinner. They'll order pizza, gather everyone around the table, and you're, you're all making that possible. Um, you've been at the forefront of adopting technology to make sure that you're meeting the consumer demands. We're here because you are running a very special place, a very special location. And we're celebrating that. And I want to be here in five years or 10 years celebrating you still. What do you think is going to be the, the secret to, to, to being the there in 10 years? Be consistent. Don't stop. Keep mm -hmm. going. Don't relax. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't relax. Take, take it easy. That's the stupidest quote ever. Take mm -hmm. it easy. Keep going. Okay. Be consistent. You have to use quality stuff, name brand products, because the whole thing with name brands is you could get like a, as my father would say, sucker brand. Mm -hmm. The problem with sucker brand is not consistent. It could be good one week, and then the next week you're like, what's going on here? Got it. Name brand is you're paying for consistency. What are some name brands? I mean, they have Grande Cheese, Stanless, Tomatoes, tomatoes. Mm -hmm. uh, Rosa Grande, mm -hmm. like pepperoni. Mike's Hot Honey. He's mm -hmm. been very consistent. Very he's consistent. He's new, but he's very good. He was a former guest. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's, nice. been on, he's been on the show. And thoughts on technology. Obviously, um, that's been, again, very critical to, to your success. I know you just installed a point of sale system, which is super smart and important. How do you think, you know, what do you think the role of technology is going to be in the next five years? Anything that you wish you had, like if you could snap your fingers? Maybe a, with the phones, people calling. You don't want people so to call. I'm trying to convert people to yeah. just order online. Just mm. so much easier. You know, what's We have to focus on taking the deliveries, making the food. Uh, we shouldn't have to, you know, training them. stuff. I mean, it's definitely easier now with the POS systems, but the credit card over the phone is a disaster. I wouldn't recommend it. I wish the news would just put it out there. Don't give credit card numbers over the phone. Over the phone. This way they have to order online. Mm -hmm. They just punch it in, Apple Pay, click the button, Face yeah. ID, whatever it is. Yes, and the it's super simple. The best idea ever. Yeah, awesome. Well, Anthony, this has been amazing. Anything else you wanna you wanna leave the audience with? Any I just any last thought? Thanks, Slice. Because of them, that's how we could. Their technology helps us every day. You don't take them for granted. Whether it's Slice or any other of those online companies, but. They take the order and they process it. Just the whole thing's about it. The support behind it. So there's other companies too, but it seems like we have the best support with Slice and that's why we choose Slice. There's other Thank companies you. too. We'll use a little of it, all of them or some of them, but I'll just tell you what's number one, Slice. 
Thank you. It's obvious. Thank you so much. You um, could probably Google that too. <laughs> I'm sure. For pizza, the best. The best. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been awesome, and uh, we'll let you get back to work. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks.